My Brooklyn and Sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I have ever slept on. Now, look, it sounds like I'm reading that. I am reading that. You are reading but it. But I actually do mean it. Everybody knows that. Like, I love yeah. my Brooklyn and Sheets. Your wife loves your Brooklyn and Sheets. Yep. Uh, now, Brooklyn.com is giving an exclusive offer for two crew members. Oh. 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code CHUWIN. Nice. At brooklinen.com. Do you get a hug with that, too, or what? Uh, look, if somebody comes to one of our shows and has gotten Brooklinen sheets and is in the True Crew, I'll give them two hugs. How do they have to, they have to bring them with them? You know, they could just tell me. I'll, they I'll, just bring a pillowcase. Or a, or a photo. Bring a pillowcase. That's enough. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, Brooklinen is so confident that their product and their product that all their sheets, comforts, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Mm. The only way to get 10% off your first order and free shipping is to use promo code CHUWIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code CHUWIN. Do it. Brooklinen. These really Go get some sheets. sheets ever. Go get them, man. Go um, get a chew crew. You like to sleep, right, Queen? I do. I like to sleep. I mean, I'm kind of tired right now, but... Why uh, are you so tired? Well, we've been traveling. We're like... We're traveling like 20-year-olds here. You know what I mean? We're traveling the country. We went from one corner of the country to the other corner of the country in about four days. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that, that wears on a, on a big body like mine. Sure. Well, are, are you... And the body only gets bigger. You're not complaining. Are you venting? No. I'm are you venting. grousing? I'm not grousing at all. No. Are you just uh, delivering facts? Just delivering facts. I'm a, I'm a little tired. Where have we been? Tell I'm us gonna bounce been. back. I'm going to bounce back out of it. Um, we have been uh, to Seattle. Are we doing this now or are we... Are you want me to go through each one? I don't know. We're recording a podcast. So I know, I know, but like, uh, 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 I know it probably has gone off the order of your list. As always, when you get tripped up with your list, I say I'm not I tripped don't up with my give list. A flying fuck. I know it. I know you don't. Um, well, we don't really have any plugs. We, I guess we should try to plug anyway. Like, what if this podcast comes out in time? Okay, right. We got a show at the Bowery Ballroom tomorrow night. Tonight. Uh, I guess it depends on how you look at it. I'm saying it's tomorrow night because we're recording today. Okay, if somebody's listening to it today, it's right. t- then I would say to them, it's Thursday night at the Bowery <laughs> I'm Ballroom. About to walk out of this fucking hotel room, <laughs> you anal motherfucker. I'm just telling the truth. You're, you're asking me to act. All right, so if this thing's coming out on Thursday. Correct. It's our show is tonight at the Bowery it's, Ballroom. It's Thursday night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night, May twenty third at the Bowery Ballroom. Good God. Uh, which would be fun. I've I've done that. I've done that. That venue before you played that hall, and uh, it's good. It's a, it's rowdy. You it's like a rowdy drinking hall. Um, so anyway, if this podcast drops in time, Mm-mm. no, you didn't. Then you'll know that you can go see it. Uh, I guess the only other plugs we have are Tacoma FD, yeah. right? If this thing drops on Thursday, then there'll be a fresh new episode. Episode nine. Yeah, we'll be playing Thursday night, May twenty third. Yeah. And uh, what is it? It's the uh, it's the ninth episode. It's called I'm Eddie Panizzi. Yeah. I'm Eddie Panizzi is the name of the thing. It's the boxing episode. It's the Tacoma Fire Department versus the Tacoma Police Department episode. Right. We go head-to-head again like we did earlier in the season. Yeah, but this time we're really we're, you know, putting in the ring for charity, but, yeah. but there's a little something extra on the line because, uh, you know, I'm sleeping with the uh, estranged wife of the, uh, the police captain. Okay. What are you going to do? Spoiler alert. What are you going to do? What can you do? You know, you find that out pretty quick. You do. And so that's an all-new episode, and then next week is the season finale. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah, so, so this week's episode is the penultimate episode. That's right. And I next like week's is the finale. I can't believe we've gotten to the finale. Yeah. <sighs> we haven't, you and I haven't really had a lot of time to enjoy no. the, uh, the series. We've been, 
if if it hasn't been us in post production editing and putting finishing touches on the episodes, then the, the second we had a moment to breathe, we went on the road. I know, but doing some travel, so we haven't had time to just sit back and relax. Yeah, um, I guess I'll do that for the finale. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think we got, have you got something the night of the finale. Oh, you have a band concert. My daughter has a band concert yeah. that night, and so uh, I'll be going to that. Yeah. Uh, and this eighth grade band. So what, that's uh, good. What instrument does she play? She plays clarinet. Get out. And uh, so she'll be up there. Shut the front ripping door. Ripping it up. Yep. Clarinet solo? I'll be there. I hope so. Does she idolize Kenny G? He's a, a clarinetist. I don't think so. He? He's an alto saxophone player. I don't think he's a clarinet player. But isn't that like, is that the straight saxophone? Yeah. Because I just have a thing with him, like, you know, straight out, going straight out from his mouth yeah. as he plays that thing. But one's brass and one's a woodwind. Okay. So, so he's an alto saxophonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, uh, well, you know, that's what DVR is for. I'll go to the band concert and then I'll come and watch the uh, the series finale. No, that's a season, no, the season finale. finale. Well, let's hope it's not the series finale. <laughs> well, we don't know. We still haven't been renewed. <laughs> we're still waiting. Our um, We're supposed to write... We're supposed to start the writer's room for the new episode. If we were to get in a couple of weeks, we're just waiting on our green light. It's amazing because pretty much everything else has been green lit. Like, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know what else we could possibly do right to get <laughs> a season two. I mean, look, th- this is no shit. This is not me joking. Sure. I say this with a straight face. We are the number one new comedy series on cable. No question That's about it. Just the way it is. Those are facts. Those are hard, cold hard facts. Right. So the numbers are good. Everyone's happy. We're out uh, promoting. The amount of people that we run into who love the show is phenomenal. Yeah. So we we're hoping we have a season two. Yeah. But you know, if you're if you're keeping an eye on on what's going on, there's been, you know, there's been this AT and T uh, takeover of, of Time Warner, and uh, you know, it's uh, that's we're caught up. We're caught up in all the corporate red tape. There's some corporate bullshit going on. Yeah. But whatever. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll be all right. In we'll the meantime, right. people can enjoy the season finale. I was thinking like, you know, we've had a lot of big plans for, for podcasting while the season was going on. But you know what? I mean, the the sad, that's not sad, but I guess the reality of the situation is we'll start the writer's room now and then, uh, uh, you know, if we can, if we are allowed to, and then the new season would air next spring. Yes, which is a long time to go without some uh, chew, without some uh, Tacoma FD. So we should like make up for it and the chew, right? We can do the thing. We we'll go over the episodes. We can have the cast on now. Now that everyone knows who these folks are, sure, we should have cast members on, sure, and it'll it'll help us bide our time until we have fresh new episodes for everybody. Sure, and we've even talked about doing a commentary track for the episodes. That's right, which would be good. And we still owe a commentary for Super Troopers too. Oh my goodness! And we know this. All right, we'll do that. We'll get there. We're gonna do it. We're gonna. Do um, okay, so that's uh, next week, the thirtieth, the season finale. Yeah, Tacoma FD. There is a fire that we fight. Yeah, isn't that isn't that horrific? It's gonna be exciting. It's a good episode. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, uh, we've been traveling around. We're in New York City now. We're in the last of our stops. Yeah, this right? is it. We're doing our final show. You know, for at least two years, but based on uh, based on how I'm feeling about you right now, it might be our uh, last show ever. Oh well, don't feel that way because we have another season of television to make. Okay, well that no, that will do. That will do for as long. I'll I'll do that one for ten seasons. Um, how's your hernia? My hernia is good. Let's give uh, the Chukru an update on your hernia. Okay, well let's see. I'm glad you asked, Kev. It's uh, you know each week. 
There's always gets a little better. And uh, this week I'm feeling pretty good. Like okay. I like, I think it was the last time we podcast. I had just aggravated it. Oh, okay, right. Playing soccer with my dad, or right. maybe it was two podcasts ago. Yeah, playing soccer with my son, and so I I vowed to let myself heal and not do a single bit of exercise. Okay, and. I haven't done any exercise. Okay, I, I can tell. And I know. Okay. That's the problem is that, like, uh, you know, I think the outside forces are conspiring to kill me slowly. Well, it's true because we were just talking about this. Like, we there's that, that Fox Sports 1 interview we mm-hmm. did with that with Christine Leahy. Is Christine Leahy, yeah. And uh, so that aired, or that went up uh, on the intranet. Didn't it drop, Kev? Uh, it dropped. And uh, we look like fat. Pigs I just it. looked at it today. I've got tits in it. <laughs> I've got tits. I was like, holy shit. Compared to that lovely uh, Christine Leahy, we look like fat pigs. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, w- not even compared to her. Just yeah. we look like fat pigs. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I've seen, you know, like I've seen clips from like some of those Instagram stories things I was doing on the road. Yeah. And uh, we look like fat pigs. Oh, God. I'm going to get on top of that. And uh, but, that's, but that's the problem with my, with my hernia surgery is, uh, you know. You have something to blame it on. I don't. Um, true, but no, you can blame it on the fact that like we've been, True TV has tried to kill us basically. Yeah, because like we did all those you know w- months in the editing room, and then when there was a moment to breathe, they sent us on the road to do a promotional tour, which just means not a lot of exercise, not a lot of rest, a lot of shitty food. Yeah. Also, a lot of beer drinking. A lot of beer drinking. And do you think if I didn't eat any food for the month of June? I could get back to where I needed to be. If you didn't eat any food? Like not a morsel. Yeah, I think you'd be looking great. <laughs> All right, then that's what I'm going to do. I think you'd be looking great. But it's, you know, like, uh, it's funny because it's like, here, here's like a little slice on the road. Yeah. You know, these are the things that excite us. Obviously, you know, I spent a great deal of time talking about the Iowa McDonald's we went to. Right. But then it's right. like, you know, we, uh, we got into um, to Portland. Yeah. We popped off of McCormick and Schmicks right off the bat. Right, because it was next door to the hotel. Yeah. We figured we'd get a quick steak. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and then yesterday we got to Boulder. There was an Outback Steakhouse <laughs> right across the street from our hotel. That was your dream moment. Like, we pulled into the hotel parking lot, and you went, oh, and it was like the Outback was adjacent. Our hotel was Outback adjacent. Yeah, and I, do you remember like the first words out of my mouth and this level of excitement? I went Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, right. That's how I said it. <laughs> and then, and, and then, then you we went, so wanted to go there. Yeah. Well, and I was, you know, I'll tell you this. I was, I was bummed because we didn't get enough time to enjoy it. We, we were there. For we were in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. We powered our meal down. Yeah. I'll say this: the filet mignon <laughs> I had there was delicious. It was good. You had your it was delicious. Yeah. I think you know Outback Steakhouse gets a, a bad a bad rap. Like people are like, oh, it's the Bloom and Onion place, and it's uh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, a chain. chain. It's a yeah. Tell you what though, that filet mignon that they've got there was delicious. Okay, I good. mean delicious. Oh, my steak was good too. But that's a little slice. And then you know, and then we did our show. Yeah, and it was a green room scenario where like some of the things in there. You know, we had we had the Broken Lizard Boys. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, I know yeah. we will, but I'm talking about it now. Okay, go okay. ahead. Yeah, and uh, we got uh, green room requests from all the lizards, and of course, Soda was like, "And I want chocolate chip cookies." Is that was that why they were there? Yes, oh, I didn't know that. That was part of his green room request was chocolate. I thought chip they cookies. just brought them. Okay, no, he said he said just cookie. I want cookies. Okay. So I, since my favorite cookie is the chocolate chip cookie, that's what I requested was the chocolate chip cookies. Okay. But they were there for him. 
I see. Okay. That's there was my a whole weakness. Box That's my cookies. cookies are my weakness. Okay. Did Cookie. you have any? I had two. Okay. Did you have any? I had one, but it wasn't pleasant for me because they were they hurt my teeth. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like I bit into one, and then I I knew I made a mistake, and yeah. I was in pain. And then I was like, ah, fuck this. Because they're big chocolate chips in those cookies. They're big, and it's a very sugary batter. Batter. <laughs> the oh, batter. Aren't you, aren't you eloquent? Um, before we went to, on the road, though, I mean, well, the la- since the last time we talked to the Chew Crew, yeah, we uh, we were here in New York yes. a week ago yes. for uh, the upfronts, which is what we uh, explained to everyone last week, I think it was, because we were on our way to the upfronts, and that's kind of like we told everyone it's the yearly kind of big event where each network uh, makes a presentation to the advertisers in order to sell advertising. Yeah. And so they trot out all the celebrities and the stars that are shows mm-hmm. and they make a big presentation and then they have parties and dinners and that kind of shit. Yeah. And so um, the whole the whole cast of Tacoma FD yeah. uh, and, and you and me uh, we came here to New York, and we did this big upfront ceremony. Yeah, well, and what a difference a year makes, because last year it was just the two of us. Yeah. And in this uh, in this presentation, all the advertisers, they did not even mention Tacoma FD. Sure. Even though we had been picked up. Yeah. And uh, this year, we were there was the whole cast. Yeah. And we were all over that presentation. We even were prominently though, displayed. Even though we have not been picked <laughs> up. It was presented as if we had been picked up. They, they, they talked about the future of True TV and yeah. how we were the number one comedy, new well, comedy, and da-ba-da-ba-da. So it would, you would think that we would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we haven't been. But we were uh, we were a little bit more uh, darlings this year than we were the previous year because the, we've had some success with the show. Do you think we'll ever get treated with respect, Kev? <laughs> no. Like, do you think we'll ever have a year where it's like, oh, it's just this year's going to be an easy year psychologically? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think I think that Broken Lizard uh, and our and our movies and our uh, resume, they're not we're not critical darlings. You know what I mean? But like, but the, people like the but people out there in the world, you know. Real people, everyday people, they love the shit we do. <laughs> I always feel like we're hanging on. I'm hanging on to a windowsill on the 90th <laughs> floor by by like three fingers. I'm on the outside of the building, by the way. No, you have a lot of people who like what you do. Uh, you, you know, listen, uh, we we travel around. Yeah, and uh, and for sure, we get that. Yeah, um, and that's and that's great. You know, it's like, and it's funny too. It's like we're at the hotel and like. We walk by, and the doorman of the hotel, you could hear him like, whisper to somebody else. He goes, Fava. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, it, that, that's great. It's all great. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the, the wait the, staff at the Outback Steakhouse wanted to take absolutely. photos. Absolutely. It's and, great. But the critic at the New York Times or whatever. No, I guess not the New York Times. It's not fair. The critic at the whatever. No, New York. We are actually the critic. We get the good review. We're the critic. We get the good review at the New York Times. Times. Like, but other, you know, uh, kind of uh, more highbrow kind of. You know, they're not going to pick you, Lemmy. They're not going to do it. Sure. Well, they're not going to pick Tacoma FD. It's that Bob Fosse show is going to be the critical darling, and you're going to be the, the frat boy humor. That's just the way it is, man. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, Tacoma FD is different. And I don't care. Oh, I don't give a flying fuck. Because all it really matters is that the people who watch the show like the show. Well, and there's I, so many people who are liking the show. That doesn't here's, matter to me. here's what I know. Yeah. Tacoma FD is the number one new comedy yeah, series on cable. <laughs> yeah, That's baby. what I know. Um, 
Numbers talk, bullshit walk. But at the same time, I mean, up front, they were very nice to us, and, and people acknowledged the success that we had, and we had a great time hanging around with a lot of different people there. Yeah, we, we hung should, around with the Impractical Jokers. We did. We saw our boys, the blast. Impractical Jokers. And, we uh, had beers with them and hung out with them and went to parties with them and, yeah, and had and, a lot of laughs with them. It was yeah. fun. And so, you know, just to refresh everybody, we've known Q, Brian Quinn, for a long time, yep. since, since back in the 90s, but now we're becoming friends with... You know, with uh, with Joey Gatto, Joey Gatto, and, and Murs, and and yeah. uh, and Sal Volcano. <laughs> That's a great fucking name. It is Sal a great Volcano. Name. It's a great name. But uh, you know, and they're all great guys. And Joe Gatto, I, it was funny because we uh, do you remember that we after the upfronts after the second party, yeah, we we rode in uh, Gatto's Sprinter van yeah. to the hotel. Yeah, we rode in a big van, and all we did was the entire cast of Tacoma FD just gave him shit. It was great. We just harassed him the entire way back. Yeah, and he loved it. And he fucking <laughs> loved it. He loved it. Which, that was the fun thing about it, but that was the that was one of those late night shows, but um, but in the morning we went over and, and we did this big presentation and all the celebrities are there and all yeah. the people from Turner are there, like Conan O'Brien was the guy, mm-hmm. the guy in the MC and mm-hmm. Shaq was there. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter was there. A highlight was when uh, Shaquille O'Neal was like, oh, there's Harry Potter in the crowd. (laughs) And he brought him up on stage. He brought Harry Potter up on stage. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, and he, I mean, Shaq towered over Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, it's hysterical. And just look, to be clear, I'm taller than Daniel Radcliffe, too. Are you? Yeah, I Are am. you? Yes, I Are am. Are you sure? I'm pretty paused. <laughs> <laughs> I sense the but, chink in the armor. But right here's there. what I do know. Here's what I do know. Yeah. When I stand next to Shaq, no yeah. joke, yeah. no exaggeration, yeah. his... His butt is at my chest. Yeah, his ass is at your is is it's at yeah. my chest. Yeah, me too. And you're like, and it's a it's a stunning moment when you realize that that he's standing behind you and you turn around and he's just a gigantic human being. Yeah, he's just a gigantic, a gigantic human being. Yeah, and funny as shit. Oh, so fucking like he fun. goes up on the stage and like just goes like off the cuff. Yeah, in front of thousands of people. Yeah, like any good stand up comic. Yeah. Fucking great! No, he's awesome. Hysterical. The highlight of last year's upfronts was him and Conan and Anderson Cooper going just nuts. going at it. Yeah. Now speaking of Anderson Cooper, you know everybody knows that uh, I went to high school with Anderson Cooper, and you we did. on this podcast uh, and you know in Broken Lizard Life and all that stuff. Uh, you know, Anderson. My relationship with Anderson Cooper has been a subject of much discussion and sure. conversation. Discussion and uh, and conversation. And um, we saw him. He walked by us at the upfronts. And I didn't say hi to him. Yeah. And I could have, and I realized I really could have just said, hey, Anderson, what's up? Steve Lemmy. Yeah. And just said hi to him. And yet I still. He was so close to you. And yet I still didn't. He almost it. brushed by you. He basically did brush by me. Yeah. But I, one of these days I just have to say hi to him. Yeah. I, I want to be there when that happens. No, I know. And, and uh, uh, who are you again? Yeah. No, Anderson, it's me. it's me. It's Steve Lemmy. He remembered me, dude. It's Steve. It's Steve O. Anderson. It's Lem Dog. Anderson. It's Steve. It's uh, Steve. Uh, Steve. Steve. Steve Lemmy. Uh, Steve. Let, let you what? Uh, not, uh, not familiar. Steve, we went to high school together. And I know you from where? And you are who? We yeah. went to high school. What? I'm sorry. You know, I, I was waiting for the moment, and, and he walked by, and we were standing with one of the true TV executives who you've told the Anderson Cooper story to, and all of us were waiting in anticipation for you to reach out and just brush his shoulder, but you yeah. didn't do it. Well, because the you know the there are only a couple of people who know the actual Anderson Cooper story. You are one of them. Yeah. And yes, I did tell the uh, true executives about it, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't really ever told anybody else. It's something I would have to get Anderson's permission right. to tell publicly. 
Right. Uh, you know, I, I yeah, know you that's, couldn't tell that story. Huh? You could not get away with telling that story. I'm saying you. Yeah, he would be upset. Yeah, no, he he might be upset. <laughs> he might be upset. It's such a tease, too. It is. We'll move off it. I, I tell you this. Yeah. One nice moment of where you were, you didn't back down from a from a celeb. Mm-hmm. Was uh, I'm standing in this party that night. Yeah. And uh, I was standing with uh, a couple of the executives, a couple other people, and some of the impractical jokers. We were ha- having some beers. And also there's a commotion, and there's like a conga line kind of going through the middle of the party. Yeah. And um, Ann Curry, mm-hmm. who I don't know if people know, the shoe Ann Curry, she's a journalist. She's a, uh, she, she has a lot of, I think she's done, well, right now she's on CNN, but she yeah. used to, she's been on NBC, or she, she used, used to be to on be, one of the morning she, shows? One of the, she hosted. Uh, one of the morning shows. Good Morning America with uh, Matt Lauer. Okay. Right? Okay. So I see Ann Curry making her way through the crowd towards the dance floor, and she has someone by the arm that she's pulling onto the dance floor with her. Who was that? And it was Steve Lemmy. That's right. I turned around, and we saw Ann Curry pulling Steve Lemmy onto the dance floor. Right. And it was one of the funniest visions I think I've had in a long time. And the funny thing is, is like, because true to form... As she's dragging me to the dance floor. And I'll just yeah. correct you. The conga line hadn't begun yet. Okay. What it was is she wanted... It felt like a conga line. The conga line did eventually happen. Yeah. I begged off the conga line because of my hernia. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. uh, but so what happened was, you know, these parties, just, just to back up a little bit, this is like last year, there, there's two parties. You yeah. Know, there's the upfronts, which is in the morning. That's not a party. That's like... That's a presentation. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a few hours off, and then there's like... A pre a party. It's like a cocktail party. It's a cocktail party yeah. that goes a few hours and it's in yeah. a badass place. Right. And then, uh, and, and then, then there's the late night party. There's the late night party. Last year it was the Killers who were playing. At, at, yeah. You know, f- specifically hired by by Turner for this party. Uh, this year it was Diplo the DJ. Diplo. Now, like I didn't, I didn't know who Diplo was. Yeah. Like when somebody said it, I thought it was that uh, Dua Lipa. You know who that girl is. Uh, I know her because you know her. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I've her. seen her video. She, she's good looking. Dua Lipa. Okay. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, Dua Lipa's playing. Sure, my daughter's like Dua yeah, Lipa. Yeah, maybe I'll check. Maybe that's be fun. And then I found out I was wrong. It was Diplo. Yeah. And then I don't, I don't know who Diplo is, but people are telling me who Diplo is. Yeah. And um, he's a DJ. Yeah. But he so was dropping some beats. He was dropping some beats. So, so last year, the, the cocktail party was Snoop Dogg. Who yeah, the DJ. I know who he is. Yeah, this year it was uh, David Diggs and his DJ. <laughs> right, and uh, David Diggs was the guy from Hamilton. Hamilton, who's now on Snowpiercer. Yeah, um, but so uh, anyway, so yeah, so now there was the dance floor. Yeah, and people weren't necessarily dancing yet. Right at this cocktail party, Ann Curry wanted to get something going. Right. And she chose me as her guy. <laughs> and uh, now was it random, or were you talking to Ann Curry at the time? I wasn't talking to her. Okay. It was random. She came out to me she and said, you, so, come with me. Wow, Lemmy. And uh, now, I have to say, I have to say this also to backpedal, because one thing we haven't talked about is my suit, the suit I was wearing. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> we should put a picture up of that. I'll put a picture of it with a thing. You, but you know, the suit, on my Instagram. Okay. Um, you had a very fancy suit on. So, so your sister-in-law, Kelly Kwan. Yep. Uh, who's your brother's wife? She's right. uh, she's done wardrobe for us for several projects right. now, including Tacoma FD, including Tacoma FD. Yeah, and so one of the things she has is slowly easing her way into well, yeah. a role. She is slowly easing her way into is our personal dresser. <laughs> True, and like she dressed you for the Super Troopers uh, two tour. Yep, she got me some suits, and got like you that, some yeah. suits and all that, and then so and you have basically entrusted her to be your your stylist. Well, I mean, it, uh, to her credit. 
uh, and and I guess a little bit in my wife's prodding, they've been aggressive in doing that for me because I will otherwise not do it. Giving you a makeover of sorts. Yeah, I will not. I will wear the same pants and your, shirt I've had for twenty years. Yeah, the, the one with the stand and the yeah. Chevrolet hat. Yeah, and she days. and she has been uh, wonderful about trying to get me to yeah. improve my. Wardrobe, yeah. So she did that, and that, and she's doing the same thing well, for you. So she she called me like or texted me like two or three weeks ago, and was like, "I have my eye on the suit that I think you could pull off. Uh, do you want me to uh, get it for you for the upfronts?" So I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah," because I had been think I, I had a suit, yeah, but I was like, "No, if this is a like you know all my suits they're in the dark blue world, right?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. If you got something that's uh, different, yeah, go for it." And so she got it. It was like a, a plum colored. Uh, three piece suit with yeah, a vest. Yeah, three piece suit. Yeah, you're right. And I had a pair of shoes I've been I had for over a year. Sure. That I've been trying to pair with something. And I ha- I have not been able to pair it, and this suit was the one. Sure. So anyway, so you were standing next to me a lot. I got a lot of compliments on that. A suit. A lot of compliments. We'll and put a, lot, a picture up. A lot of compliments on yeah. the shoes. Yeah, a lot on the shoes. Too. A lot of people telling me now. This is this is not me. This is Kelly Kwan. Yeah. A lot of people telling me I was the best dressed guy at that. <sighs> Look out. Upfronts. Look out. You probably were. And uh, better dressed than I was. Even like on Instagram, no, you had a nice suit. I know what I'm saying. Like you know, it's you were flashier. You had a flashy thing going, yeah. Yeah, but uh, even people who harass me, yeah, uh, like my good friends on Instagram and things like that, are like, I got to admit, it looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to admit. Anyway, Begrudgingly, my point is, uh, I briefly, w- I was introduced to Ann Curry at that. Up at that earlier thing in the so, morning. So I, you know, my suspicion is uh, she. I wasn't wearing the suit at, the, at that party, but no. she remembered me or whatever. You're the it guy was. in the suit. That's what Could, she thought. I, I suspect that. Next thing you know, she's pulling you out to the dance floor. Pulling me on the dance floor. Um, it almost didn't end well for her, though, right? No, no, it ended terrible. It actually ended badly for her, right? Because you guys all got on the dance floor and, and everyone crowded around. You guys started dancing. You started break dancing. Yeah, so we had you were break dancing. We had a circle, and I don't bust out my break dancing too often. We talk about my break dancing, and all I could think was, "Oh my god, is hernia?" Oh yeah, my god. well, that's the thing. It, it He's limited, gonna pop something. It limited showing off Rand Curry. He's gonna pop something. That's what it is. I was peacocking. For <laughs> I know. Curry. I know. It was, you know what it was? It was you, you'll you'll get a crack. You, you'll get a laugh out of this. So. Everybody's dancing now. There's a dance circle. It's starting to form, and a couple people do their moves. Yeah, right. But nothing great. Sure. Nothing great. And now I'm looking. I got Ann Curry over on one side. Yeah. And on the other side, I don't know her last name, but her name is Nisi. Okay. She's on that show, Claws. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And so Nisi and I took the Directors Guild uh, directing class together after the mandatory class after I directed some episodes of Tome FD. And she was there. She was going to direct an episode of Claws. Right, Claws. And and she had asked a general question, and I actually gave her a tip in that class that I had used. Right, and she remembered you. And Maybe not. That the instructor, I don't think she did, but the instructors had had said, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right. And uh, so I had spoken to her earlier in the day. Okay. Because she was talking to Marcus, who's one of our actors. Right. Anyway, so she was on one side, and Curry was on the other side. I was like, I'm going to go out and fucking break dance for these <laughs> ladies. And so I did. Somebody get a stretcher. So I did. Yeah. And, uh, but then what happened is uh, nobody wanted to follow me. Of course. And this was the thing. Oh, and God, Curry, of course. And Curry even said, well, to me, she's yeah. like, well, who's going to follow that now? Yeah. You know? God and I was like, that's damn. right, Ann. Nobody. Yeah, but yeah. then now Marcus stepped in. Right. And grabbed Ann Curry by the arm and wanted to d- twirl her around the dance sure, floor. Sure, sure. And then what happened, Kev? 
uh, I didn't I didn't see the whole thing because I was in the, I was back a little oh, yeah, bit. Oh yeah, I saw the whole thing. Yeah. But she kind of fell right, and he twisted her, almost pulled he, her arm out of her was, socket. You know, Marcus, I, I love him. <laughs> He's a bit of a bull in a china shop. He was whipping her around the dance floor to right. the point where Hassie leaned over to me and was like. That girls actually don't like it when you make them dance that hard. Like, right. Like, right. And, and he was whipping her. And then he threw her so hard that she lost her balance yeah. and <laughs> fell and turned 180 degrees. And I looked at her shoulder turn 180 degrees yeah. in its socket because he didn't let go then. Sure. And she was on her, the floor on her ass uh, with her arm turned around 180 degrees, still her hand in sure. Marcus's hand. Tacoma F- FD actor breaks Ann Curry's arm. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Jesus. And then was that it? <laughs> the dance circle ended. Then that dance circle ended. <laughs> that ruined the dance circle. And okay. then, then the conga line started. All oh, right. I was and, going uh, by then. And yeah, I think Ann Curry got me, like, she grabbed me again to conga line. Yeah. But I have a hernia. Sure. And I didn't want any part of that conga line. And so I, f- I peeled off. Okay. And, uh, <sighs> and, and got out of there. That's how you lost Ann Curry. Yeah. That's all right. I'm a married man. I know. The, prob- the problem here is. But it's Ann Curry. I mean, that's well, and funny. You know, interesting. And you. Oh, you. Know. Yeah, you got a thing for the. Uh, I love anchor women. I love what episode? Women. There's an episode where you actually we talk about that seven episode. Well, it's episode six. It's when uh, there's two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Episode six is when uh, we go to Chet Chisholm's house right. full moon night, and you say you're a dinosaur guy. Yeah, because he's been uh, you know cranking it to uh, sure to uh, Katie Couric. Right. And I'm like I'm a dinosaur man myself. And then the next episode, right, old flame when I'm hooking up with Joanne uh, Cassidy. Joanne Cassidy, somebody. Mentions, you know, right. and you say I have a thing here. for. So you do have a thing for newswomen. I absolutely do, and that falls right into that category. I absolutely, everybody knows I've got Diane Sawyer is my top. Yeah, and Curry is your now your second. Well, she actually is, and and the thing is, like CNN, the CNN anchor women are actually like back in the nineties. Yeah, CNN had like I remember during the Gulf War, I was watching CNN. Yeah, and there. Crew of anchor women just drove me nuts. <laughs> Do you remember who any of them were? I couldn't possibly tell you any okay. of their names. Okay, but I loved them, and you know, and then uh, you know, I already liked Dan, Diane Sawyer. I've liked her before. Sure. and Jessica Savage too. Sure, now Dan Curry. Yeah, Dan Curry's now uh, she's number two on my list. Well, I like Diplo. So yeah, no, I don't know. Who, I don't really know who Diplo is. I mean, not that I. I mean, I, I hear he's amazing, but and uh, we stayed there for like what? We went to that Diplo party. We stayed there for maybe. 25 minutes, half an hour. Yeah, I was bummed because I wanted to get there when the beat dropped. You were there when the beat dropped. I was. Yeah. Because oh. there was another person doing it, and then and then Diplo came out, and then he dropped his beats. Oh, okay. And um, Really, I, I don't remember. I just wanted to... I, I learned that term. Are you going to be there when the beat drops? Yeah. And I threw that around all day long. We were there when the beat dropped. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so we went to a bar where we could talk to each other. Yeah. And the cast and everything. Yeah. Because you couldn't hear a goddamn thing in that Diplo concert. No. No. And that to <laughs> me is like, you know, whatever. Why I don't even know why why but you know, look, a lot of people like that. They loved it. You know and that's great. If I was with my wife and I was in the mood to dance, I would have been into it. Sure. Sure. But it's like what well, I'm standing next to you. Like why do I want to be a fucking diplo? You were not standing next to me, you were somewhere else and I was standing talking to some other people. Oh, I was talking about Joe Coy. Yeah. Who uh, who's a uh, comic, great guy who yeah. I just met that day. Yeah. Because he has a new show, True. Yeah. And uh, we were having a great conversation. With a funny, great guy. And then you walked up, and was like, "Let's get out of here." And I was like, "All right, let's get out of here." <laughs> yeah. But I had never been planning on even. I was planning on walking in for one minute anyway and leaving. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. I wasn't in the mood. And it worked for out. And we we left with Joey Gatto. 
and we got into the van and went back, and then we got dropped off at a bar, and then Joey took the van back to the Diplo party. <laughs> oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember that. That's funny. <laughs> he wanted to get back to some Diplo. Um, somebody else we met at the, uh, I know you, I don't think you did, but I, I met uh, Pedro. Martinez. Oh yeah, no. I, I saw him. I saw Pedro Martinez. I shook his hand. Well, because they have the 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 TBS you know baseball TNT. What is it? TBS? Yeah, TBS baseball crew yeah. was there. So Pedro Martinez was there. Who I'm not a fan of. Never was. Never yeah. have been. And uh, neither are you. But you shook his hand though. I shook. Do you hand. say anything to him? Uh, I said, "Hey, dude, Did, you're you, awesome." You didn't do a little Latin, uh, little Latin thing. Hola, you know? my, hola amigo. Uh, no, you know what it is. It's like I do. It's kind of like when we met Tim Wakefield last year. Yeah, I appreciate. The the moments of uh, exhilaration that I experienced from those Yankees Red Sox yeah rivalries of the nineties and the aughts yeah no I love that stuff and I enjoyed meeting Tim Wakefield and I I liked him but Pedro Martinez committed an offense that I will never forgive is that beating up Don Zimmer yeah yeah watching that I will I, I will never forgive him for that <laughs> ever I wish we had the photo somewhere I have the photo of my ass next to Pedro's face on the TV yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's like it's funny because what we're finding out is that the Red Sox, you know, like Jason Veritek apparently is a huge uh, Tacoma FD. That's fan. right. He and his wife. His really wife uh, has been show. tweeting about it and, uh, they, and they like it. Which is that's fine, too. But the Pedro thing, I just yeah. can't get past it. Yeah, he beat up Don Zimmer. Yeah, I can't get past him grabbing Don Zimmer by the head and, and throwing, throwing him, him on the ground. Terrible. Um, but maybe someday, you know, cut to me hanging out with Pedro Martinez having a good life. You're the best. Congrats. Way to go, Pedro. Had a great career. Um, all right, so that was the upfronts. We had a great time, mm-hmm. and we're still waiting to get picked up. But yeah, uh, yeah we they, got they hoard you out though, Kev. They trotted you out there. They really did. Even though they, had, even though <laughs> they, they really may not did. pick you up, they really did. We did a lot of press and a lot of things, but that's okay. Yeah, um, it's, we've had a great opportunity. Uh, and then we got back for like a day or two, and then we went back on the road. Yeah, now we went out and did our touring. We were home for less than twenty four hours. Then we yeah. went to New York City for the upfronts. I did. Uh, I did ten hours of yard work. That's what I did when I got home. Okay, because I haven't done yard work in like eight months because the TV show. And oh, I was like, we, today we, I'm just going to do yard work. I did yard work all day long. Okay, that was that was which day? Saturday. Okay, so we were and home then we left on Sunday, Thursday night, all of Friday, all of Saturday, and then yeah, we. Well, left. Friday we worked. Right. Friday we were in the office. True that. True that. Yeah, we really were. We were doing budget stuff. Yeah. Um, so then that Sunday we went to Portland. We went to Portland, and we started that new leg of our tour, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a blast. We did the Portland uh, at the Aladdin Theater, which was great. We saw a ton of true crew there. Had some good hugs, uh, and then we drove up to see up to Tacoma. Yeah. Well, now that Portland, that Portland was Tacoma funny because it was a Sunday night show, and for the last right. two Sunday nights, the last two episodes of Game of Thrones, <laughs> you and I have had to watch on the road. True. Two weekends ago, uh, for the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones, right. that was Mother's Day. That was Mother's Day. Yeah, and we were we in a hotel room together watching Game of Thrones. That's right. We sat in the hotel, and they, I tell you what, I haven't had the experience of not being able to pause or we want rewind something. Yeah. That I really wanted to pause or rewind. I haven't had that experience in a long, long time. No, I mean. And for Game of Thrones, you're like, that's it, it's going. And you're sitting in a hotel, you can't manipulate it. So no. you just got to let it go. That's honest TV watching. That's old school that's TV like watching. the old days right there. It's the good old days. Yeah. Um, but then we went head-to-head against the finale of Game of Thrones in Portland. <laughs> yeah. We went head-to-head in Minneapolis with our with the penultimate episode. And then, yeah, the finale, we were head-to-head with Portland. Well, the Portland crowd was great. Nice turnout. and um, Great. And, uh, but, yeah, we... Uh, Oh no! But then the funny thing was is that like 
you know, the week before in Minneapolis, we yeah. were like, we scoped out the TV <laughs> schedule, and we were like, all right, we're going to sure. watch the, it's going to be the 1 a.m. Yeah, the rebroadcast is at whatever, yeah, Game 1, we'll yeah. get, we'll finish with everything, and we'll just sit down no matter what, and we'll do it. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking about th- that as we were checking into our hotel in Portland. Right. And how we were going to watch, you know, in the hotel TV, and the, and the lady behind the front desk is like, oh, I'm sorry, we actually don't have HBO in this hotel. And I'm like, what? Hotel doesn't have fucking HBO. Every hotel has HBO. And when's the last time that's you ever part saw of the perk? Even the fuck, even the even the two hour motels. Yeah, that's the perk. Like on the side of the free HBO. They're like, come fuck your hooker in right. this hotel yeah. for a, and we got HBO an hour plus HBO <laughs> vacancy and HBO <laughs> right and HBO. Yeah, who doesn't have HBO? Well, that hotel that hotel didn't. You're right. Portland, they didn't yeah. have, which was shocking. Yeah, so uh, I had to, I had to subscribe to HBO now. Oh, you did? Yeah. I have HBO Go, so. Yeah. I Well, so I, I subscribe to that, and uh, I have a week to, you know, discontinue it. Okay. So, that, But that was like, that was it. We went to the show. We went and had some, a bunch of our friends came. We had beers and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. we went home to our respective hotel rooms. Yeah. And I laid on my bed with my computer on my chest and watched the finale of yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, me too. Which actually was very satisfying to me. It, it was to me, too. Yeah. It was, it was a fine way to watch it. And I could pause and rewind. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was fine, and it was great. I actually paused it a bunch of times and rewound it a bunch of times. Yeah, and I, I thought I had a great time watching it, and uh, I'm tired of all the critics. You're tired of the critics. I'm tired of the critics, too. I'm tired of the trolls, Yeah, and I'm tired of the spoilers. You yeah. know, like, after the episode, I went on a Twitter, and there are people, it's like, pe- people, they don't even care. Yeah. There are people who are just out there, like, tweeting about Game of Thrones. Like, they don't care. They want to make their snarky comments yeah. and spoil it. And it's like it's 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 maddening. It's to me. an indictment of uh, of that those people. We have a society of trolls out there now, or maybe it's just the well, it doesn't have to be. They're not they're not necessarily majority. All it takes is a couple of them. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, and but I guess you know a million people signed that stupid fucking petition to reshoot the yeah <laughs> reshoot the thing. I wonder if they. Re- I like to see those assholes sit in a fucking room and write the script. Yeah, and then go onto the set. And shoot the fucking episodes. I like to see those assholes do yeah, that. And then edit it and put it together. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd also like to see those assholes <laughs> when they hear about a petition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? You guys are wasting your time with that petition. Seriously. <laughs> because those fucking creators don't even give a flying... Nobody they gives don't. a shit about it's your It's only petition. good publicity for them. It's just publicity yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this new culture where you think that the, some piece of... Uh, fiction should end the way you want it to end yeah. is an absurd concept. Well, it, you know, the funny thing is that it's like, it's Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones because they would fuck with your head. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like the Red Wedding, doing what they did at the Red Wedding. All the different pe- characters that died in all the different episodes that broke people's hearts. And yet, somehow, in this final season, people were like, but we're going to get a happy ending. <laughs> I want I a happy ending. I know. And all of a sudden, they fell in love with a certain character, and then they want that character. Yeah, they're to like, be well, the that character is definitely going to get be a this good thing. person and, and win. Yeah, know, and like, the good will up. win. And then I love the other thing, this other shit about how uh, that once they get past the books, you know, that's when everything falls apart, you know? Yeah. But. George R. R. Martin was involved in the whole fucking process. Yeah. In fact, he told those guys <laughs> what the plan was for each of those characters. Exactly. So, like these idiots saying that you know, oh, this is whatever. Is it? What are the two guys' names? I don't know. Ben, ben Benoit and, and DJ. Uh, yeah, like they fucked it up DJ somehow. Diplo. It's like 
George R. R. Martin was the, was on long for the whole ride. Yeah. What do they fucking say to that? Yeah. Yeah. No. And and the other thing too is like uh, it's so funny. Because I read so many fucking theories along the way this season. Like yeah. oh, after every episode, I'd you know like I'd read the theories about yeah, what's there'd be ten coming. new theories about oh this and that. Like oh that's interesting. That's interesting. This could be and this could be. And every single one of them was wrong. <laughs> every single theory was wrong. Yeah. Then you have the other things too. It's like the uh, okay the coffee cup. Yeah. The coffee and cup the plastic bottle. Yeah. And the- so so just in, in there's three of them. There's the coffee cup. There's the uh, there's the Jamie Lannister hand. Right. Uh, hugging Cersei Lannister. Yeah. In the penultimate episode. Right. And there's the plastic bottle. Right. Now, the coffee... There was a new one, too. Did you did you hear the new one? No. What's the new one? Uh, it was when, uh, like, people were devastatedly angry when there was a shot in the final uh, uh, episode mm-hmm. where there's a close-up of uh, Khaleesi's hand. Yeah. Like, touching a th- the throne or whatever. Okay. And her... Uh, People were super angry because she had a really good, like, French manicure of her nails. Yeah. And there's this whole outcry of, like, how could she have ridden a dragon around and done this and gone to war and had a perfect manicure? And people were outraged about it. Oh, boy. It's fucking ridiculous. I'll tell you how. If you can, you can blast her with dragon fire and her hair comes out perfect. That's who that character is. Goddamn right, brother. That's who that character is. Um, But, yeah. So it's like the coffee cup... Fine, I get that. You know, that's yeah, like that should happen. On a, whatever. On a lot of levels, though, it's like, you know, the coffee cup on the table. There's somebody who should be there. Like, we're making a period piece here about like some ancient fantasy. Yeah. And like, I can see, you know, or the actor even is like, you know, right. But I've said it to you. I mean, you know, there's so many times we're shooting our show, and you don't know what the lens is, right? So you don't know, or you don't know what the frame is, right? So it's yeah. like if I'm shooting your close up, yeah, you got a coffee cup on the table. Yeah. But you may, as an actor, might think you're shooting the close up, but you're actually shooting the wide shot. Sure. It happens all the fucking time. And yeah. there's a bottle or whatever. And yeah. a lot of times they'll reshoot it or they'll, uh, uh, they'll take it out digitally. I don't know why they didn't. But who fucking cares? Because I, I didn't see the coffee cup until they pointed it out to me. No, I didn't see it. And I'll tell you what. Even when the coffee cup was, if I'd seen the coffee cup, I'd be like, oh, well, it is a TV show. Yeah. It's not fucking real. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> and then there's the, like, the fingertips around Cersei Lannister's thing. And uh, to that one, I say, fuck you. Because it's like, you fucking losers need to stop <laughs> pausing shit and looking for these <laughs> yeah, things. Just watch it. Because that's the only th- you You could only spot that if you were looking for it. Yeah. And the, the, the plastic water bottle. I mean, that's a sliver of a bottle behind the guy's leg. Right. That happens all the time because you drink your water and then you put it down like behind the chair yeah. and you think that it's out of frame and the camera moves and then they see it. And it happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, but uh, people need to get a fucking life. Get over it. If you did that to Tacoma FD, you'd find tons of shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, don't There's fucking me. water bottles all over the place. Uh, uh, okay, so yeah. So, so Portland, after Portland, we, we drove to Tacoma. Tacoma. Had which two was wonderful, phenomenal shows, two sold out shows. It was great to go up there after the series has been airing because now all the guys up there have seen it, all the firefighters have seen it, everyone loves it. The show sold out. It was a Monday night, felt like a Saturday yeah. night. Um, My favorite part about that was, uh, you know, one of the things we've been doing in our opening bit is, you know, how many people here have not watched Tacoma FD, and then you know we, we say it's okay, you can raise your hands, it's okay, it's okay, and then we we rip them apart. Well, the people in Tacoma who. Uh, Raised their hands that had not seen Tacoma. FD. Only a few. We fucking shredded those people. Though. Sure, we shredded those. People. The show is about the town they live in. It's the only show ever made about the town of Tacoma. <laughs> you might as well be watching. I mean, what else are you waiting for? 
Uh, but we um, we hooked up with the firefighters up there, and they all came to the show, and they brought us an amazing gift. An amazing gift. They uh, they made us. It was very, I, you know, I, I think it was a little bit emotional. Like they presented us backstage. You know, we had a, we did a, a private hang with them beforehand for about thirty minutes and uh, before the show. It was a bunch of the guys that had brought us to Tacoma in the first place right, when we to premiered do that, Tacoma. Uh, charity event. Yeah. 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 And uh, so they, uh, they gave us this axe that they had made for us. What basically is, is bedazzled. Yeah. They bejeweled the axe. Yeah. It says Tacoma FD on it with flames. And cool. Then there's so a, cool. There's a bottle opener on the back. Right. In case of emergency. Yeah. And then, and then also they carved... Uh, uh, you know, like what we love are this, these firefighter stories. And uh, what they did is they carved like a list of 10 titles of funny stories yeah. that they'd encountered, uh, uh, which we will have to go and circle back with them and get the real stories. But they're just titles of funny. Like hooker poop. Hooker poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them. Um, yeah. Again, because like the more firefighters you meet, and we're meeting a ton of them now, and it's been yeah. awesome. They all have stories. The chief came. The retired the chief. He just retired. Chief Duggan. He came, came. with his wife. And presented us with Chief's Challenge coins. Yeah, um, which was great. And uh, yeah, I mean those are really special shows for us, and uh, it's cool. It's like you feel a connection with the people of Tacoma, and of course the the fire department of Tacoma. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Those were great. Those were great shows, and yeah. uh, it was fun to go there. And then we hopped a plane. Yep. And we went to Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. We went. To, we flew to Denver. Went to Boulder. To do our show, and the and the fun thing about that was that the other lizards, Jay and Eric and Paul, are shooting a, a, a oh, like a TV pilot up in the mountains. It's kind of like an old western kind of pilot. It's cool stuff, and yeah. and they uh, they happen to be there all week shooting, and so they came down out of the mountains, out of the snowy mountains well, of Colorado. It was ass off in Colorado. It was on May twenty first. Yeah, and uh, those guys came and uh, joined us at our show, and Jay did a, a set. And 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 true to form, it's funny because like you were on stage doing your set, yeah. And I told him I was like, "Here's the way it's going to go, Jay." Because he showed up, he's like, "How much time do I have?" I said, "Well, he's on, yeah." And then we're going to do our two man thing. Like, he arrived like a minute after you started. Okay. And uh, I was like, "So really, you've got about twenty five to thirty minutes, yeah." Um, and then we'll bring you up on stage for your solo set. So we got done with our two man. It made a big pomp and circumstance, like, you know, so we're going to bring out a special yeah. guest for you. And the funny thing is, one woman was like, is it Ike? <laughs> From Tacoma FD. We're like, no, it's not Ike. <laughs> we're going a little bit deeper than that. We're yeah. bringing out one of our broken lizard buddies, and people started cheering. I said, give it up for our great friend, Jay Shander Sekar, and the right. place went fucking Bananas. nuts. Bananas. And then and nothing. no one stepped on stage. <laughs> and I went and looked. He's downstairs. He's downstairs still in the green room, just hanging out. Yeah, Jay, that's your cue, buddy. Yeah, Jay, you're you're up. I introduced him, introduced him again. Jay Shandra Sakar, everybody. Yeah. Still nothing. Yeah. And then finally he came running up, and he had like like a bottle in one arm and like a cocktail in the other <laughs> hand. And he was like a all oh, a mess. <laughs> I was like, go, 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 go. You're on. You're on, dude. You're on. Yeah, okay, and then he came out, and I, I, I said, "Hey, you missed your cue, buddy. It's always yeah. good to hit your cue." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we had a great show in Port in uh, Boulder. That was a lot of fun at the Boulder Theater. Yeah, and then we did a group chug against people. We did with Paul and Eric at the end and, of the show. Uh, saw a lot of Chew Crew, a lot of Tacoma fans. Tacoma fans were shouting quotes out from the audience, which is great from the show. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, huge. We've got a lot of Tacoma FD fans showing up, a lot of people saying great things. And, yeah, we had one 
One side of the crowd was shouting, it's busted, it's busted. Another side of the crowd started going, it's soft, it's soft. And then everyone in the crowd started going, soft, soft, <laughs> soft. Right. Which is which is just great. It's a blast. So here's here's something funny. I'll I'll, I'll just uh, pop in before we leave. Yeah. Uh, which I think is comical about you, Kev. Yeah. Um, is that every time <laughs> we're driving, we've rented a car. Yeah. And we're going to the airport, mm. and we realize we have to fill up on gas. Yeah. You start ranting about the fact that there are not enough Hate gas that. stations. Yeah. Between where we are and the rental car return place, and yeah. how if you wanted to make some money, right, you should put a gas station right next to the rental car return. It's pure place. capitalism. And every time you're finished with your rant, we find a gas station. Sometimes, but sometimes you go, "Fuck it, I'm not filling it up." Yeah, that's what you did. Just bring today. it back. That's today, I was like, oh, "Fuck today. it, I'm just going to drop it off." And today, you didn't wait for the rental car receipt either. That's how I know when we're uh, when we're at the end of our tour. Your patience level has run out. Well, it also you could tell like you got there and. There was a lot of people standing around. There was like one person checking everybody out. Everyone looked impatient. Yeah. And then you realize you get the car back to them. All they're going to do is print out a receipt and email it to you. Yeah. So it's like, ah, fuck it. Let's go. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, it is definitely one of my hates. Oh. Is when the gas station's not right there at the rental thing. Because. Think how much money you would make if you're a gas station owner and you put it next to the. Kev, if you notice a think hole. Think how much market. money you can make. If you notice a hole in the market. It's just capitalism, it. man. Yeah, it's just pure capitalism. I'm with you, dog. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, we had the uh, show in Boulder. We jumped the plane. Now we're in New York City. We're gonna do a show tomorrow night or tonight, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and, tonight. Uh, tonight, because this thing drops on Thursday. Right. And then and then we'll be done. And then we go back and. Hopefully prepare for a new season of Tacoma FD. Thursday, May 23rd, tonight. The final show of Heffern and Lemmy. Right. Certainly for 2019. I hope, if we have a TV show. Well, that's how the, then the whole thing gets <laughs> negated. But, you know, and then we'll be on the road. We'll be, right. We'll be writing a new comedy show and we'll be on the road again. Sure. We'll be writing movies and stuff. Yeah. Um. And the idea is that after we're done filming our second season, we would go right into filming Super Troopers 3. Let's hope. And, uh, or something Knock on else. wood. Knock, Knock on, on wood. wood. Or into season three. Um, um, all all right. right. Good job, everybody. Yeah. Um, thanks, Chukru, for coming out to all these shows. It's been great seeing a lot of, lot of Chukru out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of good hugs out there. Yeah. Um, and um, don't forget to watch Tacoma FD. Yeah. A couple more episodes. And then you just go back and binge watch it. You can just keep, keep watching it. It'll be on demand. And then also go watch the uh, explicit versions on the True TV app. Right. Because the, they got those, the, and they're funny. The dirty versions? Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Um, what are you going to chew on your way out? Oh, God, I don't know. What you, some, some New Yorkie? I'm having a gyro. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm having a Caravas gyro. I'm going to have a Kanish. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, that's your, that's your opinion. That's your choice, and I respect There that. was a time in my life where I was on a Kanish phase it's just potatoy you know yeah. like a potatoy i've never really been a knish guy yeah. there was a time where i was a, i was i was on a knish run okay okay <laughs> the knish run you should have a uh, you should sponsor like a charity event called the knish run sure people running for charity sure and, uh, and thrown by the thrown by the uh, fire commissioner the commission okay. knish the commission of the knish the commission knish yeah you're the commission of the knish run <laughs> All right, good. Anyway. That's good. All right, so what are you eating? You're going gyro. I'm going Kanish. Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. All right, everybody. All right, two more episodes of Tacoma FD. Talk to you next week. Bye. Mm.